Welcome to Make Up Your Life podcast with your host, Devon, me, and we have another amazing guest, Jill Oscar. Welcome, Jill. Good morning, Devon. Thanks for inviting me on. Absolutely. I know it's a lot warmer where you are than where I am right now. It's heating up over here. Absolutely. Florida's getting hot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're based in Florida. So you're a premier uh, global makeup artist, right? Focused on beauty, bridal, entertainment, film, and television. That is correct. You yes. have a fine arts background. I do. Is that how really this all got started? Or mm-hmm. you knew you loved makeup before you loved fine arts? You know, I, I think um, my mom is a phenomenal uh, fine art. She's an, uh, an amazing oil painter. And as a young girl, I was about eight, she used to take me with her to this little closed group of about 15 artists. And I learned how to paint. And from there, I, I really loved it. I, and I loved makeup. It was like stimulating all these bright colors and different things. It just, it was, it just caught my eye. And I, at a, at a young age, I, I really wanted to do that. So that's where I went. Nice. So, um, so you had this love for makeup and it turned into what? When did you know that, okay, I'm going to probably do this as a serious career? Okay. So. I don't know. I think I was about 19 and I had my first job at um, Lord and Taylor's as a counter manager for retail. And that's when I, I said, you know, I lived in New York, uh, very close to New York City. And I and I thought to myself, I guess this is a good stepping stone, a good point to step off. And I, I wanted to work in television. That was really my dream as a young at a young age. I wanted to do soap operas. Um, it didn't really turn out that way. <laughs> I took a long way around. Um, I don't know if you want me to go into that right now. Oh, yeah. Well, we were going to talk about, yes, you are a celebrity artist and you've done uh, different sets and shows. But yeah, whatever, however the conversation goes, I'll follow. Okay. Okay. So basically what happened was I, I realized at, at, um, that I was really good at sales and I did not like retail. And I'm thinking, you know what, if this is what it what being a makeup artist is like, then this is not for me. So I, um, I went into sales and I did that. And I, I actually stopped everything I knew in the creative world, which was painting and drawing and getting involved in, in the arts. I didn't do any of that for a long, long time because I had this little inner voice that says, well, you can't do this. You can't do this. You know, um, you're not good at this. It's not for you. And I did that for a very long time with that negative thinking. And then. um, So were the sales completely not, they weren't makeup sales. It was just a different, totally different industry. I went on a different path. I was selling alarm systems. I sold, I sold seafood. I sold linens to restaurants and I was really good at my job. And, and I realized something. I'm, and, and I think it was, it was the seafood. <laughs> when I was selling fish, I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, what am I doing? I, I don't, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I, yeah. and, I, it, and the light bulb went on somewhere in my head. And it's funny because that sales background that I had really led me back to makeup. Because what happened was I thought about this. And I said, I don't want to spend the rest of my life in the career that I hate. I 
I don't like this. It's not for me. Uh, it's stinky fish in the trunk of my car, and it was disgusting. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was just not for me. So, um, I was on a plane, and I was thinking, how can I get myself back into doing what I love and and having a career that I love? And I decided when I got home that. I was going to cold call, and this is something that you do in sales. You cold call different places, and, and, and I knew it was going to be a numbers game, and I had zero experience in front and doing any makeup for, for television. Um, and I called all the production companies in, in Florida, and I started out with all the big ones, and I, and I got hung up on a lot, and I had no idea what I was doing. I, I am so self-taught. I had no mentor. I had nobody give me or do me any any do any favors for me, or open any doors for me, nothing. And I Well, and um, this was way back before you had social media. I yes. mean, probably back in the yellow pages, right? I was in the yellow pages, exactly. I yeah. I I had no resources whatsoever. No networking groups, nothing. It was really like just just really barbaric the way I was doing things, but it was it was a sales tactic. So I had a guy answer the phone and he says, oh, sure. You want to come up here? I'll give you a tour. And he thought I wanted a tour. So I went for a tour of the studio and then I was like, this is, this is it. I need to do this. And he never called me again. So then what I I had to do this, I offered my services. I called him up again. I said, listen, um, I'll tell you what, hire me for one day and don't pay me. And then if you don't like me or what I do, then, then we never have, we could part here and you never have to deal with me again. And if you do like me, then pay me the next time. Yeah. Um, And that seemed to work because he hired me on the worst job there ever was. He put me on a golf course and this is in the middle of July in Florida and I can't, I don't have to tell you how hard it was, (laughs) but he gave me the worst job. And honestly, if you really love, if you want to be a makeup artist and you want to do this, you have to do things that sometimes you don't really want to do and yeah. you have to get your feet dirty and you have to say yes to everything. And you've got to do everything with a smile on your face. And I realized at the time that he was testing me, he, he was sitting there waiting for me to get through the door. And that was at six thirty in the morning. And it was a two hour, um, it was two hours away from where I lived. So, but I was there and I showed up. And, um, I did everything they asked and I, I kind of, and I, and I was confident in my ability, um, as a makeup artist, because I knew that I had a a little bit of experience, you know, um, doing a a couple of weddings here and there. And I, I have an eye for art. So I had, um, I knew, I, I, I knew how to match color. I knew color value. Um, so coming, you know, with, with talent coming in, I knew different um, skin tones and textures. I knew how to deal with that. So I, I did a good job. And then he, he, he hired me. So um, that's really how it started. That's amazing. And, and really, quite a few people before, you know, pre-social media and having accessibility and resources and networking groups. That's really how everybody did it. I mean, not quite, um, you know, hire me, don't pay me. And if you like me, hire me the next time. There are some stories like that, but 
I, I love that you're sharing um, the truth here because I don't think that everyone realizes the grit that you had to have. Oh my um, God, such grit. Right? And, and then, yeah. And, and if, if, if younger artists or new and upcoming artists think it's hard now to break in, it was 500 times harder back in the day. It was really hard. No one wanted, and, and it's really such a closed circle of, you know, producers, they, they will hire you and they'll, they'll know who to crew uh, to call the crew up. So they'll always call on the same people. So it's really hard to break into those circles and get the, the opportunity. So, um, it's, it's really sort of like a sales thing and you really well, have of course to- you have to we say this all the time at the school you have to sell yourself you have I mean, to it, sell yourself yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent you have to do that so i i know that you work both in film and commercial and but also some bridal yeah you know so my my business is in section it's like a big pie right and and i it's sectioned off i do film and television and then another part of my business which is a phenomenal business and a lot of girls in the in the industry don't want to do this and i don't and i don't understand why because the money is so good and um it's bridal bridal you yeah. you go there you meet with the bride and um it's you have to be very organized you have to keep um timelines because a lot of these girls have big bridal parties and you know you want to make sure that you're organized and that you get paid before the job even starts which is something you know and I learned a lot from this I I chased somebody down the hallway getting into an elevator after I was done doing their makeup because they didn't pay me and and how stupid of me you know not to get that business end out of the way first yeah. So, um, well, it's so opposite in film. I mean, you could so wait opposite. months <laughs> yes, for, yes. for your check, right? That's right. Right. People think it's it's really glamorous, but it, you can wait. You could do a job in January and not get paid till April. Right. Job. So bridal is awesome for, yeah. for the reason that you get paid right away. And so do you still do bridal in, yeah. like, near and around where you are? I do. I do. I, I, um, I try to meet, you know... Um, my, I do a trial on a bride. I have a, a partner and she does hair and I'm in charge of makeup. And when we have big parties, we, she hires her team and I hire mine. And we, we have a team that comes into the room and we split up and everybody, every artist has a, like a spreadsheet and they know who they're doing. And it's, it's well organized. It runs really um, really, really well. And the brides feel relaxed and they're comfortable with us. Um, we never make anybody late. I'm curious to know what are the rates in Boca or, or you go all over Florida or you predominantly stay in your area? I, I usually stay in the, in the tri-county area, which is Dade, Broward and my, and, um, Palm Beach County. Um, I focus on the luxury bridal market. Right. So my rates might be a little different than um, somebody else or, or somebody that's just starting. Um, but I have a, um, uh, for, for a trial, it's $150. And for the day of, it's $150 for the bride. And then we charge $100 a person. 
Yeah, that's great. And and the reason I'm, thank you for sharing. I know it's personal, but I wanted um, listeners to hear how different it is, right? In different parts of the country. And also once you have this credibility, so you have an amazing resume behind you. Thank you. Um, So you're not going to, you know, do $50 wedding makeup. Um, I feel like I earned the right, but but I did raise my rates and I was getting turned away. So I, I sort of had to come down a little bit too. You have to kind of go with where the market is. You're a hundred percent right. You're absolutely right. We say that all the time. You're only going to get what they're willing to pay. Like exactly. even if you really value your education and your experience, absolutely. But then there's a choice. You either are going to stay at that rate you deserve, or you're going to come down a little bit because you're not getting any business. So I love that. That's you, right. I love that you said that because um, we say that all the time. That's great. You want to, you know, jump out of school and charge $85 a bridal makeup because everyone else is, um, right. you know, and you have zero portfolio or experience. Okay. You know, it's probably going to be tough. Right. Um, <clears throat> right. So it- that's great. Thank you for sharing that. So how do you balance that? Because I know you've done shows um, like Rock of Ages and Ballers. And yeah. So how do you balance that with the bridal? Because you could be called on set, no? And then have to cancel your bride? Or how does that work? Um, normally, the filming hasn't really been on the weekends. And, you know, and for a long time. I mean, the last thing I did down here was was um, in 2019, we had Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and, and um, Bad Boys for Life. And then ever since that, we had a pandemic. So, and the filming has been a little bit tough to get in Florida. So when it was here, um, we were working during the week and we didn't work on the weekends, which was a blessing. So I could mm-hmm. do bridal. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was great. Do you have to be in a union there in Florida? To no, work on you or? don't. You don't have to be in the union. Um, I chose to join the union because I, I really wanted to work on feature films. And um, I I did work one time as a non-union makeup artist on Rock of Ages. And that's only because, again, I sold myself to the the key makeup artist out in California. I found her and you got to really do the research and the legwork. And I I found her and I wrote to her and she says, oh, well, well, maybe we could fold you in the mix one or two days. And she did. And and but but normally what happens is when a feature comes locally to you know to florida um i know that the the union steward um the local for us for down here in miami and she again hires the same group of girls Mm -hmm. we're all same people on every production mostly and if there's a there's a case where they really do a lot of background and we need more makeup and hair people then that's when they grab non-union people Right. Always union first. Union first. So, okay. So let me, let me go back a little bit and ask you, when did you know? So I, we, I I love the story of like, you're selling fish (laughs) out of your trunk. You're selling (laughs) cheats. You're selling all kinds of stuff. You finally realize I probably should sell myself and start doing what I love. When did you get, at what point did you say, oh my gosh, I can actually make a sustainable living. Like I don't have to have side hustles and, you know, do all kinds of other stuff. I can solely do makeup and support myself. So what, what, what was that? Where was that in your journey? Um, 
Devon, it was so funny that you asked me that because I was selling fish and I was so scared to death of, because I hated that job so much with, I, I, I just, I can't even tell you. Um, so one, and, and it's funny because all the chefs would put their orders in, they would call me early in the morning and, um, I was on the phone with them and I was on a job and I was filming something and, you know, they set up the makeup somewhere away from, the, from set. Right. And I'm on the phone with chefs and they're putting in their orders while I'm doing makeup on someone. And oh <laughs> I, I'm like, God. I can't believe I pulled this off, you know? <laughs> So um, after that, I, I it was 2008 when that happened, and I was kind of doing both. And I, I th- there was a big um, recession. Remember the stock market crash? And everything oh yeah, went to I hell. The salon during that time. Yeah. So okay. So you know. So so when that happened, um, nobody was going out to fine dining anymore. So therefore, my job was being eliminated as as selling um, fish. And I was so excited. <laughs> I was excited and I was scared at the same time. And I, I just said, okay, well, here it goes. You know, I'm, this is all I got now is, is makeup. And it's funny when you just really focus in on what you want, it just comes to you. It, yeah. I mean, it just didn't come to me. I had to go and get it, but, but it was easier. It was so much easier. And I, and I was yeah, like, oh, I feel I like the universe, life. the universe had your back there. They were like, yeah. okay, well, since you're not going to ever quit, we're just going to eliminate your job. We're just going to eliminate you. I'm like, okay, that's good. I'm good with that. <laughs> that is hilarious. And so then you were forced to make a living at it. Is that what kind of yeah, happened? I was forced to make a living at it. So, yeah. um, it, it was really, um, that was a pivotal point for me when that happened. Yeah, I bet. I yeah, bet. It was great. Any other pivotal moments, um, you know, as you, you grew into a different, you know, different type of artists, right? Well, Probably climbing up the professional ladder and also adding to your skills. I, I think, do you do some um, special effects as well? Yeah, well, um, you know, because I'm a union member, to get into the union, I had, a, I had to do bald caps and... Um, scars and bruises and cuts and all those things and I I uh didn't know where to start with that so I I YouTubed a lot of stuff and then with the ball cap I really wanted to get my hands on one and see what that felt like and doing YouTube videos are only you can only go so far with that and you really need to go to school and learn and I didn't at that point I was I I couldn't do that so I um called some places and who did I call I think I it was Joe Blasco at the time in Orlando and I talked to uh, uh, an instructor and she said she would help me so I drove up to Orlando and I spent the day with her and she showed me how to do a ball cap so uh, that was one time and then after that and they're still very tricky to do once you master that it's it's really uh, that is such a good experience um to have under your belt is to do um, special effects because there it is a niche market, but it just makes you that much more valuable as a makeup artist yeah. um, to be able to say, yes, I can do that. We have found that our most popular program is our special effects. Pro- well, it's our master program, um, but it oh. includes special effects. And we try and tell students, you know, you're, you can do bridal and beauty. But when you have all of the skills needed, you there's no job you need to turn down because you're That's equipped, right. right? 
That's exactly right. And I'm still learning. You know, I'm still learning. You can never um, have enough education. And, oh, it, yeah. and these girls are so lucky in your school because they're getting everything and they're getting they're exposed to everything and they're getting taught the right way to do things. Um, you know, as for me, I, I was really like alone on an island. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, nobody to help me. I by the time I decided to be a makeup artist, I had, uh, you know, full time. I had already gone through college. There was no way I could take off and go to school again. And so I just took, you know, classes as I could, you know, ran all over the country trying to yes. piece it together, you know, taking an airbrush class here, taking a bridal class over here. So that's right. That's yeah, right. That's, it that's, is. That's... It is. And that was really the vision for the school is to have everything under one roof, because that is how I felt. Wow. I'm going over here for color theory. I'm going over here for airbrush. I know. Um, and think of the money that you spent on doing that. I did that, too. I, I oh, yeah. Flights and hotels flights. and it's food a, and yeah mm -hmm. it's a fortune you're right um one thing i i should mention that was really important that i didn't know anything about and i don't know if you guys do this at your school but um hairstyling for makeup artists yes we do we do provide light styling because they need it for on set oh my god i i was so unprepared here's one of the things that i dropped the ball um i went to a job as hard as the makeup artist and the host of the show came in and said, um, okay, well, can you do my hair? And I'm like, wait, I'm not supposed to do your hair. I'm a makeup artist. And she goes, well, don't you have a blow dryer or something? I could, I could help you. And I said, no, I don't have any hair tools. So that was a big, that was a big learning experience. Cause to me, I was like, I'm never getting hired here again, but they, they did. They asked me back, but, um, and you came with your hair kit. I came with everything. <laughs> <laughs> and it took me a long time. But, I mean, you don't have to do extensive styling for hair. But you got to know. You got to know when you're hired as a makeup artist, you, especially for television, non-union, you're going to do you're going to do hair, too. So, yeah, that was really important. That was an good. important piece. Yeah, good <laughs> advice. I, I have a similar story, but it has to do. I was doing a commercial for a has, local hospital. And I thought, oh, this is great, just natural beauty. And then they said, oh, well, this guy has to look like his finger's bleeding. He's in the emergency room. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So what did I pull out? Red lip gloss. Because that was the oh, only oh. thing I had. That was uh, very creative. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember thinking, oh, this is way out of my league. I was predominantly a beauty and um, bridal artist. I was like, wow. this is way out of my league. What am I thinking? But it was a great experience. I still share the story with students because um, I just had no idea. And and because yeah. I hadn't gone to any kind of formal training, which isn't always necessary, right? I mean, there's a lot, right. of, a lot of artists that just have an innate ability to, to apply makeup and make it look amazing and turn it into creatures and transform it. Yeah. But what, what you miss when you do go to a more formal school are those, you know, that etiquette, the structure, knowing that, okay, when you're on set, that's what on, this is what on set means. That's um, right. That's yeah, right. Which I would have never known. So no, that is a so funny right. story. And thankfully they, they, um, they hired you back. That's amazing. I know that was like, uh, that, I was, I was shocked. Because you're right. I, at, and at the time. That was from all your fish sales. You were selling sales. yourself. Oh, my God. That's the only thing that got me through But yeah. is, is that. But had I, if I was able, and at that time, there were no formal, uh, there really wasn't anything formal 
um, out there for, for for school. And otherwise I would have gone. And you're right. Yeah. I, I was already past the point of going away to college. I mean, going away to a, um, a formal training for makeup artist school. Yeah. It was way past that point. I was married and, you know, I wasn't going to go away and leave him. So I kind of learned on my own. But had I had that all under one roof, it would have been a whole different story. And you're right. And there's set etiquette and there's things that to learn that what to do, what not to do on set. And, um, you know, I learned it, you know, just by experiencing it. But but if that was taught to me in school, I would have, it would have been, I would have had a, you know, one hand up, you know, I mean, it would have, it would have been yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> well, better. you would have been more prepared for sure. Pre- preparation is everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So tell me um, who are or were some of your biggest influencers or even mentors? Um, I would say my mother, because I watched her every day. She she applied makeup so beautifully because, you know, she is an amazing artist. So she knew the blending and everything. And I would watch her and I'm like, oh, my God, that looks I want to do that. I love the way that looks. And um, so I'd say she was she was my biggest um, influence. And, uh, you know, aside from that, um, from my mom, I would say my husband, because he he encouraged me uh, to do what I love to do. And after all this time of not picking up a paintbrush or not um, doing, going after a job that I, and a career that I love, uh, he says, you could do this, go do this. And so he, you know, sort of uh, gave me the green light and the support that I needed to, to um, go after my dream job. I love that. I mean, you already had a support system in place. I I can tell you that not all artists have that. So how lucky for you, one, to have such an inspirational mom who was already in the arts, because what we hear from students is the pushback, you know, from parents sometimes. Well, are you going to get a real career? Are you going to go to college? And, you know, they have a different idea of what um, what they would like their child to do. So it's amazing and so wonderful to hear that your very first influence was somebody so intimate, you know, as your mom. I know. Um, Which did give you the green light, right? To be creative. Not every, not everyone gets as a, as a young, young person or even a child gets the green light to be creative. You're right. I mean, depending on what their, the culture of their, their home is. So that's amazing. So you were destined to be an amazing artist of some (laughs) sort. Um, And then to have your husband, um, say, you know, go after your dreams is, is amazing and makes truly for a wonderful marriage because there's no resentment. I mean, I've talked to plenty of artists who, you know, have resentment towards their families or their husband or their kids because they weren't able to really do what made them the most happy. So. Yeah, yeah I am. I am very grateful. I really am. I'm so lucky. I, I feel very, really, really blessed. Yeah, absolutely. That. And God knows marriage is not easy. That is not, it is not <laughs> easy, <laughs> but it makes it a lot easier when, you know, he's supportive of your dreams for sure. Yeah, that that turned out well, that part. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I mean, we can't have it all. No, we can't have it all, but no, but he he's a good guy and and um he he he's really supportive with that. 
So it was, it, it, and it gave me the green light, like you said. And, and uh, I, I just, it, it, you know, as long as you're willing to do the work you, and not let it come to you, it's not going to come to you. No one's going to come knocking on your door. You got to go after it. Absolutely. Right. And that's, uh, that's like, it doesn't matter what generation, what age you're growing up in, what the trend is. This is forever. This is never changing. Yeah. You have to be deliberate in your actions. You have to be diligent and you have to really, really want it. You have to have, have, to have that burning desire um, because otherwise you will feel defeated quickly. Absolutely. Listen, for so many years, I, I didn't believe in myself. Uh, you know, I was thinking, well, that, that job, it, it's, I would love that job, but I don't, I don't know how to get started. I don't know what to do. I probably can't do it. And it's that little chatterbox in your head that says, you can't do something and you got to get it out of your, na- out of the neighborhood. You got to just kick it out because it, it just shows you what you just said too, is that um, you really got to want it and don't let um, anybody say that you can't do it because if you really want something you you can get it absolutely so tell me what does the future hold for you you've kind of done it all right um, i mean you got I'm, a little piece of everything what do what do you think the future holds uh, you know i don't know um i'm i'm i really i really love doing bridal and i got to say um you know doing film is fun and 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 i'm glad that i did it um, but I'm getting older and getting up at two o'clock in the morning to drive to Miami and be on set at three forty-five, four o'clock, and then you don't know when you're going home. It those days are numbered for me. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's 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 you you know, it it really takes someone that's young and energetic to do that. Because you're you're driving at night and people are just coming out of the clubs and you're going, you're seeing these girls like in the fancy hotels in Miami Beach, they're coming out of clubs at five o'clock in the morning and you're you're pulling up with your your trunk full of makeup and yeah. you're ready to start your day. <laughs> yeah, it's not always as glamorous as everybody thinks. No, um, it's not. You miss yeah. a lot of days because yeah. you don't know what's going on out there. You know? Yeah, you're, sure. Well, I feel I felt that way, you know, about bridal. I retired like I'd say five years ago, and wow. um, no one could believe it. They thought I'd do makeup forever, but I had every weekend of my life was booked. Every holiday, you know, as far as Fourth of July or Memorial, I didn't celebrate those. I was always working. So, You're working. Yeah. yeah. Once I had kids, I said, "Oh, this is not going to last long because I'm not going to keep missing out on all of their stuff." Um, right. But look what you're doing now. You're, you're, insp- you know, inspiring young minds. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and it's, it's my wonderful. turn. You know, it's it my is. turn. I feel like I, I, I did it for a long time. I made an amazing career out of it. And now it's, you know, now I'm going to the next level and giving back and I love it. There's no feeling like it. That's fantastic. If I could do that in, in you know, probably in the next few years, I'll probably like to, to start doing that also. Yeah, I would, I would love to do that because um, whatever I could do to help somebody and keep them from making the mistakes that I made and, and you know, be successful is is got to be very fulfilling. Yeah, super impactful. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what piece of advice would you leave our listeners with? Um, I would just say your attitude, you know, you have to have a skill set, obviously. 
that, you know, that goes without saying, but I would say that really just be, um, be ready to do anything with a smile on your face and just do it to the best of your ability. And um, attitude goes such a long way. I, I would say that that's where I, I would leave off. Absolutely. I, I think the attitude, the energy, right? With energy, a, right. Yeah. Good energy, attitude, can do, team player, you know, all that um, I think is is a beautiful thing. I think, um, you know, the talent will like you, the director, the crew, um, whatever uh, aspect of makeup you decide to do, uh, I think that really would help in, in, in all aspects. Yeah, that's great. Well, Jill, we want to be mindful of your time. You're amazing. I love uh, uh-huh. all that you shared with us. We're so lucky. You are such a talented artist. I've been on your website. Oh and if I was getting married, no doubt I would hire <laughs> you. Um, I, I, I encourage you. everyone to follow you on Instagram. It's Jill underscore Asker underscore makeup. They can also, also find you at palmbeachmakeupartist.com. Um, I encourage them to follow you. You have really amazing work and such a great story. Thank you so much for your time today. We Thank appreciate you so it. Thank you much, Devon. You're lovely. Thank you so much. If there's anything I can do for you again, please call me. I'd love to work with you in some aspect. Thank you yeah, so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jill. Have a wonderful day. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs>